That's good. What's <laughs> question number two? Question number two? Uh, Janis Joplin. Question number three? Uh, that's also Janis Joplin. Question number four? <laughs> oh, that's a stumper. I think it's 12, but I might be doing math wrong. Question number five. Last question. That's again Janis Joplin. You really stuck on Janis Joplin. Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let's get trivial. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Episode nineteen. 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 Uh, if you remember, last time we talked to you on episode eighteen, we were live at the Skylark Cafe, and I think it's safe to say we had a whole lot of fun. That, that was fun. Yes. If you haven't listened to that episode, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the episode. No. Go back <laughs> and get that episode, episode eighteen. Lots of fun. Lots of good audience participation. And thanks to everybody who came out and played. And the Skylark for putting up with us. That was a lot of fun. We should definitely do that again. I think we should. I think we should. We'll find some extra special times to do that. Hopefully, I'm hoping that uh, Halloween falls on a quiz night this year so we can do another Halloween quiz someplace. Because that's fun, too. Well, last year it was Monday. Oh. Does that mean this year will be a Tuesday? I think so. Does that mean we're going to... Oh, my God. We both have quiz nights on Tuesdays means we'll be separated. What are we going to do? <laughs> oh, we'll hook up by Skype and we'll do it that way. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's maybe the best it idea. Sounds like nothing had. would go wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a 3-hour quiz while we figure out the intricacies of Skype. <laughs> Good times. Um, let's go back for a moment to episode 17 cuz we got to go back and get that audio round challenge winner songs about the number 17. Had some entries, and now we have a winner. Here are the answers and this week's Audio Round Challenge winner. Congratulations, Dan Sparks. Oh, Danny boy. The pipes. The pipes are calling. Here are the answers. Let's go. By the cars. Things that make you go home. By CNC Music Factory. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. By Meatloaf. Peace of Me. By Britney Spears. Dear Mama. By Tupac. I saw her standing there by the Beatles. Cherry Bomb by John Kruger Mellon Camp. Congratulations! Oh my goodness, that was a good entry. Awesome. Um, yes. All right, let's get started with our episode, shall we? We shall. Let's do it. Let me hear your knowledge talk. 
It's time for the lightning round. Listen, what we're going to do for the lightning round is I'm going to ask Monica five questions. Monica, what are you going to do? I'm going to ask Paul five questions. All right, but don't tell anybody we're doing this. Okay. It'll be our little secret that we'll put out on a podcast. What is your subject for me uh, this week? It is baseball. I might know something about this. I wrote these this morning while I was asleep. (laughs) So you might not know them (laughs) (laughs) uh i have a questions about the number six all right do you want to go first or second uh i don't care okay (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be that kind of podcast folks all right here we go with the uh lightning round question number one for monica what 90s sitcom was originally called Six of One? Is it Full House? Ooh, no. It is Friends. Um, yes, Friends. With six Friends. All right, question number one for you. On September 7th, 1974, in a game against the White Sox, California Angels pitcher Nolan Ryan became the first player to do what? 1974, Nolan Ryan became the first player to do... He's not the first no-hitter. He's a pitcher. Right. Is he the first pitcher? No, it wouldn't be that. Man, what what is he the first to do? Did he pitch... Back to back no hitters? No. He was the first one to pitch above 100 miles per hour. Oh, wow. Wow, all the way into 1974. That's amazing. He was kind of a badass. Yeah. There's a great uh, video of him beating up a guy that charged the mound, and he just <laughs> takes him on. Guys charge the mound, and he just like throws his glove down. He's like, "All right, here we go," and just Did pummels the guy. Think they were playing hockey or something? <laughs> Question number two. Number two, a straight six engine is so named for the straight configuration of what engine component or components? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Pistons? Yeah, I'm going to give that to you. It's the cylinders, but that's what uh, has the, the pistons in it. So, okay. Yeah, you're good. Yay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These aren't as hard as you think. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's about as much as I know about cars, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On August 16th, 1920, what happened to Cleveland Indian shortstop Ray Chapman? that was largely responsible for the spitball being banned after the 1920 season. Was he killed by the pitch? He was. Oh, I remember reading about that. He was hit in the head and he died 12 hours later. Yeah. Ugh. Isn't Ugh. that awful? I think that's also the reason why now that they wear the helmets with the protective thing over the ear, because somebody died uh, getting hit by a pitch because yeah you take a big big fast one to the temple alright question number three 
On what 60s British television show would you follow the story of number six, a secret agent trapped in a mysterious seaside village? Is it Get Smart? No, it's not. It's The Prisoner. Oh, I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. God, I thought thought maybe because, you know, it's kind of comes from that same era as Doctor Who, and I thought maybe you'd run across it at some point. It's worth watching. It's a very strange kind of sci-fi-ish show about him trying to escape this island. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. Question number three is multiple choice. How many baseballs are used during a typical Major League Baseball game? And there's four choices. Oh, wow, okay. 10, 50, 30, or 100? I'm going to say 100. That's right. Oh, wow. Cool. I know, they, they replace balls all the time. Yeah, they basically only use one for a few pitches, and yeah. then they get another one. Yeah, if you ever watch a game on TV, which I know you're glued to those games all the time. I watch every single baseball <laughs> game. You have that MLB free pass thing on your cable, whatever. Mm-hmm. Can't it's get enough of it. what I do. Could you put down your phone for a second and not watch the game on your phone, I'm please? I'm sorry. Jeez. Jeez, eyes up here. Eyes the- up here. Come the on. bloopies are playing the beatbox. <laughs> it's a really t- good game. I got ten dollars on the beatbox. <laughs> the, blo- the bloopies, all they do is hit bloop singles. The beatbox can bop it right out of the park. I'm gonna sing the beatbox uh, fight song. <laughs> go, go, you beatbox! Hit that home run now. <laughs> all right, uh, question number four. What 90s band is best known for their hits Inside Out and Here's to the Night? Eve Six. Eve Six is correct. Yay. Fan of Eve Six or don't really care? Um, I think I liked them when they were popular. Yeah. I think I actually saw them at a festival once. Oh, yeah? The only thing I remember, though, is that my hair looked really cute. <laughs> That's probably what they remember too. It was braided and it looked really remember cute. That, remember that girl in the in the 127th row? She had pretty cute hair. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Question number four: What Baltimore Orioles manager was ejected from a record 91 games? Earl Weaver. Yeah. Yeah. I liked reading about this guy. <laughs> he was a he was a rascal. So there were three times where he was ejected from both games in a doubleheader, <laughs> and he was a, there was twice where he was ejected before the game even started. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. I didn't know that was possible. They were like he was arguing like. Oh my god, that's hilarious! How do you do that? I don't know. Oh, I want to read up on that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like before. It's like Earl, just go, just you're out. <laughs> what? There was this certain ump that he just clashed with the most. Yeah, and he was like constantly ejecting him. <laughs> that's amazing. I wonder if he just like had some scowl on his face, and the umpire was like, "No, no, no, I don't like the looks of you. You're out today. Go." <laughs> Or maybe he just wanted days off. 
He was like, you know what, I'm just going to say some magic words to the umpire before the thing gets started. He's just like, oh, hey, ump, cocksucker. And it's like, <laughs> okay, you're out, you're done. All you have to do is touch him. Yeah, exactly. Come here, come here, ump. Boop. Nope, <laughs> out. Boop. Boop. <laughs> Bebop. <laughs> All right, let's get one more for you. Uh, question number five. Oh, this is also multiple choice. In what year was the plastic six-pack ring used first to join pop cans? Was it the 50s, the 60s, or the 70s? I want to say 70s, but I feel like it's wrong. But I'm going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I changed my mind. Go with your instinct. Not to give hints, but go with your instinct. That was my instinct. Is the not say 70s. 60s? No, 50s. I I lost. Just be... (laughs) (laughs) It was the 60s. Oh, it was? It was was the 60s. Well done. Oh, I got it. Kind of? Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a bit of a pity thing. That's fine. Yes, the 60s. And they still use those? No, they don't use those anymore because they caught, like, do they? Wait oh, a second. yeah, they use them. Really? Mm-hmm. I just, I guess I don't own, buy a lot of soda pop. Uh, um, well, beer cans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there was a big stink about it in the 80s that you weren't supposed to use it because people like sea animals were getting caught in the thing. Yeah, they tell you to cut them up. Oh, okay. So they still have them, but they say shred them. Yeah, they say cut them. Okay. Question number five, March 24th, 2001. In a spring training game with the San Francisco Giants, what caused Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Randy Johnson to have his most infamous pitch? That's the one where he hit a bird and it exploded, yep, basically. that is it. That, if you have not seen the video of that, I don't know if I can really recommend it, but it is pretty amazing, This the timing of... Randy yeah. Johnson's pitch. I mean, Randy Johnson is a legend up here in Seattle because he, he pitched for the Mariners. But uh, he had that crazy fast pitch, and a bird just kind of got right in its way. Yeah. And the bird lost. It was like a puff of feathers was left. Oh, my God. And then I also read that PETA tried to get him criminally charged for killing the bird. <laughs> he, I mean, talk about you're just, I mean, you go buy a lottery ticket at that point. Because yeah. to throw a ball and then a bird just happens to go by at the same time. And yeah. It, I mean, and it it's just, PETA, I appreciate what PETA does, but that's just, that's just insane. He actually felt horrible about it. Of course he did. He's and a, he didn't, he never wanted to talk about it. Like he hated when people asked him about it. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. You got one, you got two, you got two. I thought I got three. Did you get three? Let's see. You... I can't remember if we counted the last one as the other Oh, yeah, no. we'll call it. We'll call it the good. We'll, we'll say three. Okay, you, you got three. You got, you got four. Sweet. Uh, baseball's a good trivia category because it's just all stats everything stats so baseball players or baseball fans usually like a little trivia there's lots of things to know 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Monica's gonna go right right home and, and learn all of her uh, all of her stats. Yep. They call her all of her stats. Nobody calls me that. <laughs> they call you Bebop. <laughs> Booples? Was it Booples? No, it I've forgotten. Was... I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna have a lot of callbacks in this episode. But that was, by the way, the lightning and round. Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. The man and Bobby Feller, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. It is now time for game prep. All right, let's get you ready for this week's pub quiz action, Jackson. Here we go. June 5th, 1956. Elvis Presley debuts his new song, Hound Dog, (laughs) on the Milton Berle show and causes a scandal with his suggestive hip gyrations. Ooh, I like the way you say dog. Mm Mm-hmm. And I also like the way you say suggestive hip gyrations. <laughs> Quiz facts. <laughs> After, After die. Uh yeah, he was all they pe- people thought he was he was the incarnation of evil. After watching him gyrate his hips, really? Yeah, thought the girls were just gonna so uh, go a little crazy. He thought the they thought the girls were gonna go a little crazy. It uh, I think it was a month later he he appeared on the Steve Allen show. Singing the same song, but that time they had him sing it to a dog. Sorry, to a dog. He sang it to a dog? He sang it to a dog wearing a top hat. Oh. Because they were like, no, this isn't about sex. This is about dogs. Did he still gyrate? He didn't gyrate. He didn't gyrate to the dog? No, he did not gyrate to the dog. (laughs) Gyrating to the dog is wrong. (laughs) You know that. I know that. And especially the dog knows that. All right, June 5th, 1971. Happy birthday, Marky Mark Wahlberg. Happy birthday. Bastion says happy birthday. (laughs) Bastion, what is your favorite Mark Wahlberg movie? The Happening? Really? That's weird. You like it, though, with the wind, the killing wind? Or are you just a big Zoe Deschanel fan? He's in a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio well, he's in The Where? Departed. The Departed. Yeah. He's great in The Departed. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. One. June 6th, 1889. The Great Seattle Fire destroys downtown Seattle. Is it ironic that the Seattle Fire destroys downtown Seattle and not another city? That's interesting. Um, it was just a coincidence. It was a coincidence that the Great Seattle Fire destroys Chicago. Um. You can still see remnants of old Seattle in the uh, underground tour. I went to the Mohai, and they had a thing about the fire, and it was like a thing you watched. Mm -hmm. And it was all like a big song, and they had like different items that sang different parts. Oh, man. And one of them was the glue pot that started the fire. Right, right. It was a guy <laughs> hitting up something over a glue pot. Yeah. 
And the glue pot was singing. I really wish you remembered the glue pot song right now. I really wish I did too, but I did not. (laughs) I would totally sing it if I remembered it. Maybe you can find it. I'm a little glue pot starting a fire. All of you Seattleites are going to expire. It's pretty good. Dang glue pot. <laughs> Dang glue pot. <laughs> or was it a rapping glue pot? <laughs> My name is glue pot and I'm here to say I'm going to start a fire in a different way. Wicka, 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 wicka. Oh, wow. Sorry. I love how good you are at theater. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> June 6, 1944, the Battle of Normandy begins with 155,000 Allied troops landing on the beaches of Normandy, France in what it was called Operation Overlord, a day commonly uh, referred to as D-Day. Here's a bit of trivia. The D in D-Day does not stand for anything. It doesn't? It does not. The D in D-Day, well, just the term D-Day is just a military term for the day that you begin an operation. So you have A-Day, B-Day, C-Day, D-Day, and it just kind of goes on from there. So D-Day doesn't mean, the initial doesn't mean anything, it's just the day the operation starts. Well, wouldn't it start on A-Day then? A-Day is when you're planning. Oh, A-B- A-Day, B-Day, and C-Day yeah. are all planning stuff, training stuff, and then D-Day is when you actually... Uh, do it okay so that is interesting so like i I, will remember that yeah exactly good (laughs) it's on tomorrow's quiz june 7th happy national chocolate ice cream day happy ice cream day chocolate day chocolate ice cream day everybody um do you like chocolate ice cream i do like chocolate is there a variation of chocolate ice cream that you like the best I like a soft serve okay. chocolate. Okay. Like in like a swirly a, cone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the, uh, like, I don't do McDonald's, but in the summertime, every once in a while, I like to get one of those soft serve cones or mm-hmm. at a Dairy Queen or something like that. Those are pretty yeah. damn good. It's a, it's a special treat. Yes. It's not for every day, kids. <laughs> don't go to the dentist. I actually worked. At an ice cream place. Oh, yeah? And it takes a lot of practice to make a cone like that. To make a, a real good swirl. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's, I love it when the, that swirl just gets real perfect and they hand it to you. And you're just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to ruin this swirl right now. <laughs> before it drips all over my hand. June 7th, 1965. In the decision Griswold v. Connecticut, the Supreme Court rules in favor of legalizing the use of contraception by married couples. It's a right to privacy decision that is used in precedence in future landmark cases, including contraception for unmarried couples, abortion, and same-sex marriage. At some point in Connecticut history, it was illegal for married couples to buy condoms. So nobody could buy them? So nobody could buy them. Well... That I don't. I don't know. Who, then, if married couples can't buy him and unmarried couples can't buy him, who exactly is buying men. The condoms? Men, men who just want to have condoms, just yeah, for something. You're not allowed to use them with anybody. Right, right. But, <laughs> but you can buy them. Yes, it's good to be a guy <laughs> buying condoms all the time. 
Griswold. Griswold. Not Chevy Chase's character from National Lampoon's Vacation. Although now I'm going to always envision that. And if that helps you remember it, think of Chevy Chase from National Lampoon's Vacation needing to buy condoms in Connecticut. In Connecticut. (laughs) And then falling down a flight of stairs. June 8th, 1949, George Orwell's 1984 is first published, a novel set in a dystopian Great Britain now called Airstrip One, where Ministry of Truth Winston Smith tries to discover the truth about... That's terribly written. I'm yeah, very sorry. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wrote this in a hurry this morning. It's fine. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I apologize for shitting on your favorite book. June 8th, 1949. I'm really sorry about doing this. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No more apologies. Let's just do this. Come on. Get professional now. <laughs> Thought police is coming. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> June eighth. We do have some fun. Stop! That's it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> all right, I'm quiet now. I'm all done. I got it out of my system. I feel like I've already said it. <laughs> say it once, and then we'll talk about the book. Okay. You can just say that it's published, and then we'll talk about the book. What you like about it? June 8th, 1949, George Orwell's 1984 is first published. And we have established on a, on a uh, previous podcast, this is your favorite book or one of your favorite books? It's my favorite. Yes, and you reread this on a regular basis? It's been a while, but I have read it many times. Yes. This is one that I need to go back to. I read it in high school or college mm-hmm. and loved it. But I have not read it since. What's what do you love about the book? Um, is there something specific, or is just the book in general? Well, just... in general, it's a good story. Yeah, I kind of like books, dystopian books like that, mm-hmm. that have like a hopeless ending. Uh, it's a bleak ending. Yeah, I don't know why, but that speaks to me. <laughs> that was a very much. It reminded me a lot of. Did you ever read A Clockwork Orange? Yeah. Yeah. It reminded the ending of it reminds me of like, here's a guy that tried to break out of something and nope, he's right back in. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for 1984 and A Clockwork Orange, but you know, those are books that are each at least 40 years old. So you can, uh, I made a joke the other day. I handed somebody coffee and I said, careful, that is not cold. And I said, it's newspeak. They removed the word hot. (laughs) (laughs) Down at the Thought Police Cafe. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, June 8th, 1951. Happy birthday, Bonnie Tyler. Happy birthday. Bonnie Tyler is a Welsh-born singer, and she's best known for her 80s hits, Total Eclipse of the Heart and Holding Out for a hero. Any thoughts on Bonnie Tyler? Um, I've heard those songs. Okay. Yeah, Total Clips of the Heart is a popular karaoke tune, although not as popular as it once was. I think it's a pretty good one. 
it got more popular after was it old school was it old school where the band i think it's the dan band is singing it at a wedding and keeps dropping the f-bomb in the song Oh, I don't I remember I fucking that. need you tonight. <laughs> I do not remember so, that. Yeah, people like to get up at karaoke now like to like to do that and, and oh. swear a little on the mic. It gives them license to do that. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> June 9th, 1934, the Disney cartoon. <laughs> I wasn't interrupting you. I was just taking shallow breaths. Come on now. June 9th, 1934, the Disney cartoon, The Wise Little Hen, marks the debut of Donald... Of who? Donald Duck. Donald Fauntleroy Duck. <laughs> no, no, that was his That's middle, his middle name. name. is Donald, it's Fauntleroy. Um, Donald Duck or Daffy Duck? Make a choice. You had to watch uh, one cartoon right now. Well, I would pick Daffy over Donald, but I would pick like the nephews and Scrooge over. You would pick duck, uh, like a Ducktales. Ducktales over all. Scrooge McDuck. You know, there's a new Ducktales. Is there really? It's coming out. Yeah. Are you excited? I am kind of excited. <laughs> well, I don't know what more stories they could tell, or tale. Uh, June 9th, 1954, during Senate hearings led by Joseph McCarthy on communism in the U.S. Army, Special Counsel to the Army Joseph Welch asks the famous question, At long last, have you left no sense of decency? Did and he actually say no? No, I don't know what he said oh. at that point. <laughs> they always cut off the quote at that point. <laughs> June 10th, 1935, Dr. Robert Smith and Bill Wilson form Alcoholics Anonymous in Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the first big 12-step type uh, recovery programs that was out there. Uh, Finally, June 10th, 1922, happy birthday, Judy Garland. Happy birthday. Star of such movies as The Wizard of Oz and uh, A Star is Born and Mother to Liza Minnelli. Do you have any opinion on Judy Garland? I like her. She's great. She's uh, She was a singular, a singular talent. She had some issues, man. She had some issues, but those pipes, you couldn't de- deny the pipes. I like Liza, too. Yeah. I think it's tough for those... The people that start off as kids yeah. in showbiz. Well, they were basically drugging her. Yeah. And telling her to lose weight. Yeah. A lot of that just has, has just not her fault at all. No, it's not her fault. Yeah. Judy, here's to your birthday. We love you. And that was game prep. You don't know where to go to. Why don't you go where fashion sits? Putting on the ring. Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, and cut away coat. Perfect fit. Putting on the ring. That's where each and every Lulu Bell goes. Now it is time for tips and tricks. It's tips and tricks and tricks and tips. Tip a tip a truck a tick a pick a tick a tips. 
dick a dick a dick a dick a dick a dick a dick did you just want to say dick a lot? I didn't say dick once. <laughs> Roll that back. Did I say dick once? Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the fact that we got to do something on Monday that we don't usually get to do. We we didn't have a quiz on at the Skylark on Monday. So Monica and I and a few members of the Three Muscabeers set forth out into the world and played ourselves a little pub quiz. We played trivia. It was glorious. And we won. And we won. Uh which is even more glorious, but it just felt good to be sitting out there with some friends and having a couple of pints and playing some quiz. We went to a place in uh Ballard area. No, was it Ballard area? Where was it? Now yeah, I'm, it was, was like Magnolia. right over the bridge. Okay. So it was Magnolia. We won't we won't name the place. No. Um. So this this particular host was giving hints. They had a uh, they had a video round where they were playing cult movie clips, and there was a movie clip of the movie Naked Lunch. It's based on a book by William Burroughs, and they're playing the clip, and he says on the microphone, "This is based on a famous book." I didn't hear him say that. Well, we were sitting in the back, so it's very possible that we didn't hear them say that or we were talking. But there's people sitting right near there that now have a little bit of a hint on what it is. I don't think it helped, but you don't need to hint, give hints to anybody. I've seen hosts. He's not the only host that I've ever seen try to help out the people. And I think sometimes that when uh, the questions are too hard or people aren't enjoying it, then they feel like they need to offer up a little bit of of hint to get people on their side or something. That was a hard round. It was a hard round, but I appreciate a hard round. I mean, especially if you're going to trivia, that's kind of what I'm there for. I'm there for yeah. the challenge of it. But uh, so, but that one like barely even had a single gimme. I feel like there always has to be one gimme in every round. Yeah, maybe. The Pee Wee's Big Adventure was the gimme of that round. Maybe. Yeah. But then there were two other Pee Wee movies. That that was tough. Now I did appreciate that. Now I'll I'll say this for it: the picking Pee Wee's Big Holiday, the Netflix movie, I thought was kind of genius because I was just racking my brain to figure out where there was a third Pee Wee movie, and then when he revealed that, I knew that, about that one, but he did, he looks exactly the same. Is that amazing? Exactly the same. What is his secret? Makeup. Probably makeup. Probably lots and lots of makeup. <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> I want that secret. Um, yeah. So, so on the downside, he was giving out hints. On the plus side, he put together this video round that had one really nice tricky question in it that I I thought was tricky. So, um, I did appreciate that. And randomly, every fifth, every tenth question was worth five points, whether it was a hard question or not. That seemed that kind of odd. That was weird. I didn't like that. Like the on the the visual round was um, car emblems, you know, and the last one was worth five points, and it was Volkswagen. It was maybe the easiest one. Yeah. So it was like, okay, everybody's getting five points. I mean, I guess then everybody gets five points, and it's kind of meaningless. But you would think that you'd want to make that the hardest one. 
Or like make it a reason why it's five points. Right. Right. There's some some trick to it that you need to Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I, I thought that was that. kinda odd. There was randomness to the whole night that didn't didn't make a lot of sense. Um I did like the fact that we won cash. Uh huh. And that's something I still wanna I wanna play with in our quizzes at some point is try to do a cash game. Because I think that's pretty exciting. It was pretty fun to get a big wad of cash at the end of the night. Yeah. I think we should definitely do that with the championship. We are talking, for those folks out there listening in the Seattle area, we are talking about doing a championship tournament at some point. And I'm still trying to figure out exactly how we're going to do that. But stay tuned. Uh, Maybe over the summer we're going to start figuring out how to make a tournament out uh, out of the quiz nights. So, but yeah, that would be a cash game and that would be a lot of fun. Um, With all the best teams. Ah, the best teams. The best of the best. Oh yeah, you know who you are. You know it. Are you one of the best teams? Are we talking to you? Yeah. I am, I'm talking to you. Yeah, we're both talking to you. (laughs) The other thing I didn't, that was odd about that one, I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but was odd about it, is that he kind of just launched right into the quiz it was like we weren't playing, we weren't playing, and all of a sudden we were playing. Yeah, like you didn't introduce anything. Yeah, it was just like all of a sudden he's he's like, okay, question number one. It's like, well, wait. Uh, I guess you know you have to assume as a host that everybody is new, even if you recognize half the crowd. You know, assume that everybody doesn't know the rules and yeah. lay it out pretty clearly to everybody they did have some rules and i've thought about doing this on my answer sheets um putting the rules to the quiz right on the yeah answer i sheets. like that i might do that for the next round of answer sheets that we do because that way then people have it right there as a reminder don't get on your phones don't talk out loud six people on a team and all that sort of stuff also if you want to say the rules you can sing them yeah there was that was what annoyed me most is there was no singing of rules there was no song at all there was no audio round there was no audio round and they had it set up so he was playing videos i i was almost certain that the last round was going to be some sort of audio round that was Um, sad that there wasn't an audio round yeah um what did you like about that? It was basically one big random knowledge round, except for the video round. Like there were no themes. Do you care about that? Does that bother you, or do we? Do, I know we oh, do yeah. themes for all the different rounds, but is it necessary? I like it. I like it from the I standpoint like, of writing it because it makes writing things a little easier. Yeah, I like it because you can get clever with it. Yeah, you know. Like, I, I like the ones you do where the last question is, what are all your answers have in common? Yeah, I haven't done one of those in a while. Those like kind of those. mystery rounds yeah. of, like, and try to figure out where where all these things uh, connect to. Oh, I heard something the other day about a quiz. I don't know if it still happens or not, but they would have a prize for last place. Mm-hmm. And it's that you get to pick a round for next week. Oh, yeah. You know, I tried and that. that gets people to come back. I tried that. Yeah. For a little bit, just to try to get people involved. And I got a lot of like, well, I don't know. And then I was like, well, you know, you can tell me at some point. I gave out email addresses and stuff like that. And then just never kind of happened. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I so could talk kind of a, it. abandoned. If you want to do that at your quizzes. I want to do that. You can do that. And then tell me. So this would be good because I'm always looking for new themes. So to tell me, it's like, oh, the last place team wanted to do a round on. Shmookabooku. Oh. I can't write another round on Shmookabooku. There has been a lot. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> overdone. <laughs> Along with the Bebops and the Blue Bulls. <laughs> That, that the other name is just going to change every time we talk about it. <laughs> Has there have, uh, a round or a theme that you've played or hosted that you're just like, this is awesome? Oh, there was like a single question at a quiz one time I went to that she would do it sort of in between rounds or something, like a bonus. Okay. And it was like an anagram thing. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I liked those because you have to like write it down and then figure it out. Mm. Not that I could figure it out, but <laughs> it was fun to watch other people figure it out. Yeah. Um, what is your most hated? Like, if you hear a theme and you're Sports. like, this. <laughs> <laughs> Sports. How about beyond sports? Is there anything uh, you're just like, you're like, oh my God. I don't like James Bond stuff. Yeah. As I only seen one movie and I didn't like it. Right. What was the movie you saw? Golden Eye. Golden Eye. All right. It was bad and it was a bad date. It was a bad time. Do you think your date ruined James Bond for you? Or do you think James Bond was already like, bleh? I don't know. Because I understand people not liking James Bond. He's kind of a jerk. Is he a jerk? Well, he's kind of misogynist and sleeps around and in some of the movies. Gotta love those misogynists. Yes, especially the British ones. They're so suave when they're when they're knocking up their women's. But why can't we have an American James Bond? You know they uh, they screen tested <laughs> James Brolin. Do you know who James Brolin is? Mm-mm. Do you know who Josh Brolin is? No. He was in No Country for Old Men and, oh, he's been in a bunch of movies. He played W in the movie W about George W. Bush. Oh, yeah. So his dad, who was married at one point to uh, Barbara Streisand, okay. be- he's like an old, older guy with a beard, um, but he was screen tested in the 80s when they thought, we want to go with an American James Bond after um, Roger Moore retires because Roger Moore made his last Bond movie I think he was 57 years old he was a little too old to be James Bond anymore so yeah they screen tested James Brolin and thought maybe they wanted to go American with it they also screen tested Sam Neill from Jurassic Park the main scientist in Jurassic Park yeah yeah oh nice yeah I thought he might be a pretty good James Bond. Look at that giant cat. That cataraptor. A clever girl. That should be a movie. Yes. Jurassic Cat. Jurassic cat. <laughs> That's what Bastion could start. Look at Bastion. He could be a Jurassic cat. 
trying oh, to you know what was annoying though what is that they had a beer special and they ran out of them oh yeah hey bar don't advertise your trivia beer special and then run out of your trivia beer special. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. We do that. We were like, five beers for $10? We'll take it. And then, oh, we don't have those beers. And then we just we just were thirsty the whole time. I wasn't drinking at all. No, no. I was completely sober. Not at all. Not at all. You saved your drinking for when we started to hunt for karaoke afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a fruitful or a fruitless uh uh, hunt for karaoke afterwards yeah we walk in and there's karaoke books yeah. on the table yeah but oh, they hey, don't have karaoke hey bar hey bar <laughs> listen listen if you're not running karaoke put your karaoke books away <laughs> people walk tease. in people walk in with some high hopes and go oh my god i had all my karaoke stuff with me we should have just taken over the that the would have been amazing we just take over the back room and just like plug in my <laughs> laptop and be like all right next up the lovely sandy <laughs> People were like, what? Is there karaoke tonight? It's like, am I supposed to pay you? It's like, of course you're supposed to pay me. It's karaoke night. <laughs> Tips, please. Oh, do you have a favorite question that you answered at that quiz? Something that you were just like, <laughs> I nailed it. Which was the one that I answered? <laughs> <laughs> I will say we had a team that really did kind of spread out a lot of answers. People were lobbing in stuff left and right. So that was really good. We didn't it have, was mostly you. It wasn't mostly me. It was mostly you. It Especially was mostly me. the video In the round. video round, it was mostly me. <laughs> because I'm old and I've watched a lot of... I See, like, I was really proud that I came up with Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Yeah. That was, and it took you a while. I had to get up really close to the video. And that was the other thing, too, is the videos were, yeah, we were made, there. Yeah, we made fun of you when you did that. But it was so <laughs> small on the screen. And I was like, you have this big screen. It's like, get those videos pumped up a little bit. Um, I had to get close to the screen to, to recognize Tanya Roberts. Okay. And Tanya Roberts has not been in a lot of movies. She's in a James Bond movie. And she's in Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. And she was on Charlie's Angels, and that's just about it for Tanya Roberts. So it was Never pretty easy. It was pretty easy to uh, to single out which which one it was. Yeah, what's the one? What's the one question you got right? <laughs> Do you remember? I think it was the petals. Oh, the Corona I on got the flowers. That. Yeah, yeah, you nailed that one. I was excited about that. Yeah, I think that was kind of my main contribution. Also, I wrote a lot, which... Yes. Uh, Monica was, was secretary. I, I She went to get a beer, and I tried to write down a couple answers and was scolded <laughs> for my bad penmanship, which I have terrible penmanship, so I understand. But I think people could read the word pasta. I think it was there. Yeah. I don't think it looked like anything I else. Didn't, I didn't correct it. I left it alone. Thank you. Thank you for doing but that. But I told you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Going out to play just reminds me of how much I miss playing. Yeah, hopefully we'll do that again. Uh, if you have things that you love or hate about Trivia Nights, not ours, of course, because you love everything about ours, but if there's things about Trivia Nights that have, have annoyed you in the past or that you've loved, or maybe things that you loved and we don't do and you would like to see us do, can't imagine what that would be, but uh, you can always write in quizfix at gmail.com and tell us your likes and dislikes. Ladies and gentlemen, name that tune. This week's Audio Round Challenge 
for you all because it's almost summer and it's starting to feel like summer in Seattle. Let's do a round on sunshine songs. Sunshine. Are you a sunshine person or are you like uh, you like the dark? You like the cold and the rainy? Uh, I like the sun. Yeah. I like the the when the sky is blue. Yeah, it's pretty out, mm-hmm. especially around here. When it finally gets nice around here, it's about the nicest place to live. Summer is the greatest here. Yeah. Never gets super, super hot. Mm-mm. And you can see the mountains and it's blue sky. And it's, as they say in the song, the bluest skies you've ever seen are in Seattle. They say that? In a song. What song? Uh, it's called Seattle. Can sing it Wait, for is you. it going to be on the audio round? No. <laughs> it's it's a, the bluest skies you've ever seen are in Seattle. Oh, I think I know that and song. And the hills, the greenest green in Seattle. Yes. Lovely. Thank you very much. All right. These are songs about sunshine. I'll play them for you. Little clips. One point each if you can name the title. One point each if you can name the artist. So put on your sunblock. Get on your sunglasses. Here we go with the audio round challenge. Your audio round starts meow. One. I feel like this is the beginning. Though I've loved you for a million years. Two. That's the audio round. Send in your answers to quizfix at gmail.com. You got all the way till Sunday to do it. So get them in and let us know where you're sending in from when you do. 
Uh, Monica, tell all the nice folks out there where you host during the week. Tuesday, Fitzgerald's in Ballard. Wednesday, the Bluegrass in Georgetown. I'm Mondays at the Skylark in uh, West Seattle. Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Thursdays in the local 907 in Renton, which is uh, uh, where we're about to head off to right now. I'm going to go play. Yeah. Yeah, Monica. It's not going to count, but I'm going to It's not going to count, but (laughs) I, I don't think you know any of these questions because i was trying to write a whole new quiz i didn't do any repeats from earlier this week so um i think you're gonna get a whole experience you're gonna experience renton which is a lot of it's a fun place to I'm play i'm excited yeah so we're gonna go down get a little uh food a little a beverage and uh do some trivia um so uh that is it for the podcast as always send in your thoughts and everything to quizfix at gmail.com Go on our website, quizfix.net. Uh, you can see now pictures from the live uh, podcast. You can see Monica playing uh, the trivia round. We forgot to mention Monica got, to, Monica got to play around at the uh, podcast. I did. I did really good. Yeah, she nailed the uh, marching band uh, audio round. She kicked some butt. So there's a good picture of her playing with her uh, teammate on that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, a scary picture of the original Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yes. So uh, you can go that. That's quizfix.net slash podcast for all of that. Um, I think that's it. I am now just saying words. <laughs> Try it again. I will. <laughs> you know what? You don't have to sound so disgusted with me. So, all right. That's it for the podcast. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Let's try it again. Now we're just getting started. No, that was funny. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial.